This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hear a great moment on the fan that you want to hear again and again and again and again? Pause, go back, and then skip ahead with Rewind on the Odyssey app. I'm like, are you sure? She's like, yes, she needs Just download and search WFAN. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Here we go, it's Friday, 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 soon to be a summer Friday, a couple of minutes after 5 o'clock. What is up? The Lion himself, the Eddie Scazzeri, good to see you, and Al Ryan Dukes. It's Friday, you're happy, you're smiling. Good morning, sir, how are you? Good morning, Jerry. Uh, What a night of sports. Can you feel the sports, Jerry, just pumping through your veins? I mean, unfortunately, the Yankees weren't part of a big sports night. There was a lot of uh, vein pumping last night. There was a lot of vein pumping in in New York sports. The heck with all these other cities, Jerry. They all suck. New York sports is where it was at last night. Last night. We haven't won many championships of late, but last night was pretty good. What have you done for me lately? Lately, last night was good. Would have been good if either of us was up to see them. Yeah, that would have been good. Sure. (laughs) Let me ask you this, Jerry. You're a guy who uh, made a career out of doing sports updates. Uh, You do a, a different sort of thing. Uh, now with Boomer and Geo, and uh, what you did with Boomer and Carton. But when you were a sports update guy, you would come in and you would have your two minutes or one minute, or it's down to, I think, 24 seconds. <laughs> what would you lead with as a sports guy here in New York City this morning if you were this doing an update? Would you-, you do the Rangers winning game two? Would you do the Mets comeback? Yes and yes. Well, which one has Alternate. to be first? I would, so if you go oh, back when we used right? to do three an hour, yeah. and the top of the hour one was five minutes, by the way. Five minutes? We t- full top of the hour. You'd play like five, six pieces of sound. You would Damn. give scoreboards. It was because there weren't, you know, you didn't have all the apps on your phone. It was different. Right. So to me, easy. Midnight or whatever time, your first update would have been the Mets, the second one Rangers, or vice versa, and I would alternate all night long. That's interesting, Jerry. I like that. You can make the case both teams could be on the back pages of the papers today. Correct. So there you go. Now, the Ranger game wasn't very dramatic, but they won a game they had to win. It's the playoffs. The Garden was. I had uh, a couple of friends of mine were there sending me the, the text messages about the place was just in the beginning, ready to explode like it was the other night. And that med comeback was pretty. The only thing that would have been cooler is if it was at City Field in the bottom of the ninth. But you right. know what? You put it in the Phillies' faces. Right in your faces. Jerry, would you say last night in New York sports was good 
four. Pretty good. No, no, pretty good. Pretty good. That Jerry. was better than good, actually. It's pretty good. Yeah. By the way, shout out to uh, Greg Giannotti, who predicted a 5-1 Ranger win. Yeah, he didn't get it, though. <laughs> That's pretty damn close <laughs> he was, for hockey. Uh, he also predicted him at loss. Oh, so he and he had, but you know what though? He had that nailed for eight innings. Yes, they were getting smoked seven yeah. one. I saw. So the one thing I did see, my son had a game last night, and at one point I saw from one of the Met reporters on Twitter because I wanted to check the scores. Was I guess it's a stinko de Mayo. I'm like, oh well, the Mets aren't doing well then. And I got home and they weren't. It was seven one. Went to bed. I woke up. I was like, what? So I just watched. I watched specifically the ninth inning. Yeah. You know, I don't know if it's been talked about or not, but the most underrated play in that ninth inning was Starling Marte's leadoff infield single that he beats at. That wasn't like it wasn't hit off the pitcher. It wasn't a little dribbler. It was an infield single that he, you're down 7-1. You very easily could have loafed it to first base. That dude busted it out of the box, and he started the rally. Right, because then he gets on there like, yeah, no big deal. 7-1. Right. We gave up an infield hit. Then even Francisco Lindor, home run, 7-3. Although I give Gary credit because what about 30 say? seconds after the home run, he goes, you never know, maybe this is the start of something in Philadelphia. What? And it was. It's exactly what he said. So even at, now it's 7-3, and the bases are cleared. Colle- you get correct. a fre- fresh start if you're the Phillies pitcher. James Norwood. Not Scott Norwood. That was the Bills James kicker. James Norwood? Why, this was right? James Norwood. Was this their closer, or there was no. another that, that they brought in later? Canable's on. the closer. They Knable, brought him in it. at. They brought him in at seven three, and I think the next guy got on. Yeah, that had that was now. Listen, it's a regular season game, but that felt like eighty six Mets, Jerry. It felt. I'm like, not going to argue with you. This was and this was like the Cardinal game from a couple of weeks ago, but mm. it was a little bit more because they didn't score five yeah. runs; they scored six. And it was in Philly. It was pretty good. It was cool. pretty good. Seven runs in the ninth. Yeah. They beat the Phillies in Philadelphia 8-7. Starling Marte had uh, the got the rally started, as you said, Jerry, beating out that infield single. Yes. And later had an RBI double in the in the uh, same inning, same ninth. So I want to do something for you. All right. So if I play for you, I'm just going to give you the end of it. This is WIP. Awesome. Show you how stunned they were. Okay. All right. So I'm going to give you the end. I'm not. I just know. I'm not exactly sure where I picked it up, but just so you see where I pick it up for the second clip. Is this the end of the game or the? No, this is the end of of Marte's RBI double. The end of that call. All right. So here, I'll give you um, ten seconds. To the base of the left center field wall. They've scored seven times in the ninth inning, and New York has an eight-seven lead. Okay, you got that right. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to pick it up. I'm going to give you what happened after in New York, the 8-7 lead. Remember, this is radio, not TV. These guys in the booth were stunned beyond stunned. They had nothing to say. And New York has an 8-7 lead. Hello. Hello, hello. This thing on? <laughs> hello? Uh-huh. What are you supposed to be doing? I don't know. Marte. <laughs> that was 19 seconds of just stunned silence. Stunned to disbelief, Jerry. That is really funny. Now That is awesome. Here is where words can matter. All right? Because 
you can certainly make the case that he's not a fan of Knable. Caleb Cotham going out to talk to Corey Knable, who blows. <laughs> Good point. He does blow. <laughs> but, of course, that's not what he was saying. Oh. Corey Knable, who blows the save. <laughs> Poor that's Corey Knable. Yeah. Take that. Corey Canale. I know. That's always a tough situation, too, because while you had a lead, all he had to do was get a couple of outs. You still came in in the middle of a mess, and the Mets had that feeling. But, yeah, that was a tough one for Philadelphia. Yes, very tough one for Philly. Too bad. They were wearing their cool unis as well, Jerry, those cool blue. I didn't realize how many teams had this uh, sort of powdered blue uniform in their repertoire over the years. Phillies, Blue Jays. Yeah. Um, uh, Royals. <laughs> Tampa Rays. Yeah, I think that, had that, it that, also, And the Jerry. yellow. Yep, that's exactly did right. Did I mention the Blue Jays? You did. Yeah, yes, you okay, did. the yeah. Royals. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, Mostly it's four. Yeah, so it's, 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 it's a good. What about the Brewers? Jerry? They ever wear those Brewers, scars? Jerry, yeah. good yeah. point. Yeah. Thank you, you for bringing that up, Brewers. Right on. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. No, that was that was fun last night. So yeah. I saw Elias. The Elias people were. You have the 858 number two? Yeah, the the Elias people, Jerry, they were very busy. Now, do you think they get woken up when something crazy is going no, on? No, I think Someone the Bureau Elias? is awake. You think the Bureau is going 24-7? Yes, I do. Elias. I do. And you think they have TVs everywhere? Uh, yeah. I would love to. Let's, why doesn't do anyone do a documentary on Elias Sports they Bureau? They should because it's probably a this. fascinating company. Right. They have to keep tabs on everything. Yes. Everything. Like, they've yeah. got to be watching games be like, Probably should write that down. Write what down? Right. The guy just had an untied shoe, and if they score, that's be the seventh time in the history of baseball where someone scored after tying their shoe, according to Elias Sportsberg. It's like true. they have to write down everything to know that 857 straight losses by MLB teams when they were trailing by six runs or more in the ninth. That seems incredible. I saw Sports Center put up on the graphic when the inning started. For okay. The Mets. They had a 0.1% chance of coming back and winning that game. Zero po- and Could you imagine what the odds were if you bet that live? It was 60 to 1. That's it? Yeah. In the ninth, 60 to well, 1? Yeah. That's it. That was it. it was, I saw that in an article. It was, you have a 0.1% chance to win, and all my odds were, were 60 to 1? It was a 60 to 1 chance well, at great. the start of the inning. That I would have thought it was 1,000 to 1. Yeah. Huh. Right. That wasn't so super. No. 60 to 1. That that. sounds like a week four jet line. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Also, Elias, Jerry, came up with the third time in Mets history. They've come back from at least six runs down in the ninth to win. Last time was 97? 97. How old are you, Jerry? In 97? Yep. 23. 1997 was quite a few years ago, Jerry. That's when you found yourself? (laughs) 97 to 2007 is 10 years. 97 to 2017 is 20 years. Right. 25 years ago. How about that? I was 26 years old or 27. I was 27 years old, Jerry. Yeah. A young man just really Were you in Tampa himself. at that point? I was. Yeah. So I there's rec- no chance you saw that game? Uh, no. Yeah. I was 27 years old, and I can tell you this. I can. There's one thing I recall vividly about being 27 years old. I was dating a girl who was also 27 years old. One of the rare times I dated someone my age, Jerry. <laughs> And I remember we were walking by the water in Tampa, and uh, we had uh, we had been together a couple months. And she referenced something about asked how much money I made. 
and I told her $19,000 a year. <laughs> and she was, that she found like the Phillies broadcaster, stunned at disbelief. <laughs> Having never spoke to her since, huh? <laughs> I think she was, she was cocky. She was making 35 grand. Yeah, so well, I would like, be too if I found that I had doubled yours. Yeah. Of course. So I actually, that is a, a, like a single thing I recall from 1997. Now, had I watched this Met game back then, I, I believe Carl Everett homered in that Met game. Is that right? If I read that right, yes. Oh, you did. Oh, you. Oh, really? Did you call Elias? Sports I did Bureau? not. I read the same article you did. I just read a little <laughs> bit further than you did. <laughs> I got <laughs> to that one. I was like, "That's good enough." On to the next. <laughs> couple of good notes. We move on. Yeah, I got it right. I got a couple of nuggets. I'll shout out Elias Sports Bureau. Do you think we could do a digital exclusive where we go, you and I go to Elias Sports Bureau and follow them around? If they would allow us digital. in. Digital. They're probably right. They're probably so secretive over there. Yeah, I don't know if they would let us I in. I want to know how many people are in the newsroom, how many TVs they got going. Are the phones buzzing like during this Met game? Like, holy smokes, something's going on He said, here. holy shnikes. Holy shnikes. Yes. Who I'm, said that? Howie Rose? Uh, hold on right here. Holy the- shnikes. Because the one time he cursed, and Eddie I know. Uh, has that. Uh, Eddie had to bleep, uh, bleep it out. We could have bleeped this out, too, but he said shnikes. Oh, shnikes. Yeah. I don't know what that means. I've not heard holy shnikes. No, it's an alternate to holy bleep. Now, did he give you the holy shnikes? Do you remember at what point that was? Was it? Uh, that was the Marte. That's when they took the lead. Oh, when they took the lead. Okay. Yeah. Right here. Mm. Nemo around third. Coming home. He scores standing. Double for Marte. Eight to seven, New York. Holy shnikes. And who scored there? Was that Jan? Jankowski, who pinch ran after the J.D. Davis double. I'm loving this guy pinch running. Yeah, no, this guy's tremendous. He really is. We got to get his jersey. He's tall and lanky. He's got... Uh, somebody sent me a video, you know, he referenced the other day. You played the clips of yeah. uh, him saying that, uh, you know, he knows his role on the team. He's pinch runner dude. He's outfield dude. He, he's not expecting people to wear his jersey. Somebody sent me a video when he was on the Padres. He did one of those undercover things where he tried to talk people into getting his jersey when he was at, at and some no one sort of who he was. local sports store. Yeah, no one knew who he was. That's amazing. <laughs> well, you know why? Because he does have a distinctive look. He does. It's not like he's a genetic. He's got the longer hair. He's tall. You would think if you were a fan of that team. Like, I would actually think if a diehard Met fan was in the Met shop at City Field or around City Field, you would know it was him. I really do. Right. San Diego. Huh. He's a hero now, though, here, Jerry, because well, he said such a thing, because he's in the mix for he's, all these And games. he's been a really good fit. Yeah. He's, you know, it's worked. And he doesn't complain. He likes his role. The one thing that was funny, it was a Gary, or I forget which one, because I had Gary, he listened to Gary, Howie, and WIP. One of them said that um, Alonzo and Lindor were bumping chests like they just won the pennant. <laughs> That was probably some rude uh, Philadelphia. No, I, th- I think it was Howie, actually. Yes. Oh, it was Howie. Yep. Mm-hmm. There you go. He was saying that in a happy way or like, look at these guys. No, just kind of, you know how the silence, how Philly yeah. was stunned. It was just, he was just filling the moment and telling you what was going on. Yeah. There's the one cool one. I forget who it was. I, I don't remember the at bat, but there's a woman sitting behind home plate. When the men, did you see this? Well, when, I, I thought when it, her eyes were like, "Oh, yes. here we go." <laughs> I thought that was really great, and I thought yes. the TV did a great job of capturing the fans. Yes, they did. While that whole inning was going the on, the Mets fans, and there were a lot of them there. They were fired up, and the Philly fans were quiet. Yes, we, yeah, you got a lot of fired up Mets fans. You got that girl whose eyes got big, like, "What do we got?" And that, she did that early on. Oh, is that true? I think she well, did in that, the inning. Yeah, it early was after the Lindor home yeah, run. Correct. 
Right, which was still they're still down four I runs. I think I think it was after the Lindor home run, and then the next hit. I don't remember what the hit was. It might have been Alonzo's like uh, line drive down the left field line. I forget, but yeah, that was kind of cool. That's like a you could do something with that. There were a lot of Mets fans at that game who looked like Sal Licata. bald, bald into it. That's Sal. Sal Long had a good night. Too. So yeah, Sal did have a good this night. This Rangers won. Yep. The Mets looked dead and came back to win in Philly. That's a show. And you know that's an easy show. I guess so, yeah, when you, when you oh. generally have not a ton of sports Piece talk. of cake. Uh, and then not only did you get the jubilant Met fans, but you're right. You got the, in particular, one like sad Phillies teenager. How about the opportunity we have here? Which is what? If the Mets could win again tonight mm-hmm. and the Sixers go down 0-3, that all happens within walking distance. Yes. New York. <laughs> you look very excited about that. I was going to say that. New York dominating Philly, but no, I forgot our teams are out in basketball. Miami would be would be. All right, the we'll team take Miami. We'll root Miami. But you have a situation tonight where you could have a lot of very upset Philly fans leaving that complex right around the same and time. And Embiid is out. Right. Is this a letdown spot for the Mets? Jerry? No, I don't think the Mets, have, I I think think the Mets have had one yet this year. That's right. Can we you don't. think of one time... Where they've gone out, just went through the motions, and just looked like they kind of threw the towel. Ta- I don't know. The last the game towel. of the Braves series? No, I don't think so. I really don't. That's the only one I can think that's uh-uh. close. Because that was a close game until the seventh inning. Truth. The pitching was good. No, I feel like they've actually, for the most part, this year, they've, well, you got something over there? No, I'm trying to look up who's pitching tonight for the Mets. Sure. Uh, Max Scherzer. Oh, forget it. Or Max Merzer. Forget it, Phillies. Now, he wasn't great in Philly his first oh, time around. Oh, he'll be great, Jerry. Uh, Well, he might be. I'm just telling you. Let me see who's pitching against somebody named Gibson. Never heard of you. Uh, Kyle Gibson, Yeah, I guess. Who, oh, I thought his ERA was 9-something. You know it's are, actually 2.9. Yeah, no. The Yankees are facing a kid today. This Glenn Otto, I think Glenn is his Otto, name. Yeah. They drafted him in 2017. My first time, who the hell is this guy? Who's this punk? And then you go on, because I wanted to see where he was from, and yeah. the first thing I saw, he's from Texas. I'm like, okay. And I'm like, God, the Yankees drafted him. In like the second round in 2007, or whatever round it was, in 2017. This is a cool night. It's Friday night. This is a cool night to go out to dinner somewhere where they have TVs. So not a fancy it's restaurant. It's always a great time to go out to dinner where there are TVs. Right, but you've got Max Scherzer pitching yes. and Garrett Cole pitching. Yeah. That's cool. That is They've cool. They've pitched on the same night a number of times already this year in this very young season, Jerry. Don't, but they're aces. Yeah. They're, that's how it usually lines up. No. It does because sometimes there's a four game series, sometimes there's a three game series, sometimes there's a rain out, sometimes there's a yeah, day no, off. No, no, it can be altered, but more times than not, the ones are going to pitch when the ones pitch, and the twos. It can be altered for sure, but a are lot of times sure? that will even itself out. Yeah, that's are you sure, Jerry? Usually the way it works. When the, at some point in the season, that's got to get all whacked out. I said it. It, it can, but it's not a surprise that both aces are pitching on the same day. That's that's actually. So you're saying normal. that there's probably aces on the other teams also yes. pitching. Well, this is the night for baseball. Then it could be. We got to take a break. I'm going to go out tonight, Jerry. I'm going to get gonna a live it up. Miller Light. <laughs> be drunk by the second one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to watch the Mets over here. The Philly, uh, the Yankees. Yankees over here. Hockey's not on tonight, is it, Jerry? The Rangers play tomorrow night. And tomorrow night, I'm going out to the bars again, Jerry. I'm going to have the Rangers over here. All right, it's almost 20 after 5. Al is going to plan his weekend during the break. When we come back, more on that and a whole bunch more. And then Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. 
What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Five after five, a very quick start to this Friday morning. And why the hell not? The Rangers won. The Mets had that wild comeback in Philly last night. So all's good in our world. Jerry, what's the rule now that weed is legal in New Jersey and in many places? What's the rule like? Is weed treated like alcohol? I'll get, uh, I, here's why I ask. In the beach towns, and maybe every town now, yeah. every car... Smells like weed? Yeah. Yeah. Like most of the cars that drive by me. I don't think you can drive and smoke. I think it's about, still under the influence. But how do they, like you can do a uh, a, a test for alcohol. Like is So you're saying it's DUI driving under the influence? I believe so, yeah. But can they, if I was sitting in my car, because I saw this yesterday. If I'm sitting in my car at the beach, but I'm in the driver's seat and I'm parked. Yeah. And I'm drinking a beer. That's no against good. The, but yet people are just sitting there smoking I, weed. I don't know. And it's at least like if I had a beer, I could even hide that. You can't. I'm 30 feet away from you and I smell your weed. Yeah. I, I don't, don't know, know what I don't the know. rules are. I don't know. But it seems like the majority of people are driving smoking weed. There are cars that will pass you specifically yes. in New York City because the cars aren't going that fast. And it's like a trail of weed smoke. Down the shore, too. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I don't know. Like, when I'm walking my dog, cars are going by, and Watch I just weed, cop. weed. I got a cop friend. I could find out for I'm you. I'm kind of asking the cops now. I Someone get... uh, tweeter, tweeter Steve, to me. Steve, are you up? It's 530. Let's yeah, see. Yeah, I'm just curious. I'll text them. And can I start making citizens arrests? Uh, I don't know that you can. You might get a punch in the face. You know, like, you can, you and can here's try. the other thing. Like, if a cop pulls over somebody drinking, they do the breathalyzer test. How do I get these weed people? I don't know. They would need some sort of... Test for that, too. I mean, obviously, it's in your blood, but I don't know that that works for most people. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't mind you you're doing weed. Your eyes, you, though. Don't I, be driving and doing weed. I have a dopes. few friends that are cops. They all say the same thing. They yeah. can tell a lot by your eyes. Yeah, but can, is it enough to, you know, nowadays, you got to have a videotape of a guy committing a murder in order to get a guy for murder. So my guess is you, you guy could just be like, I have allergies. <laughs> <laughs> and the cops won't be allowed to do anything. I don't know. Why we don't, also we... don't let the cops do anything. Let's get a Jerry. cop on the show. Let's find out. We the don't take pro- calls, but let's talk to a cop. The cops are probably told, oh, you're not allowed to bother the weed people because it could start a I don't know. social uprising. I'm not sure. Stupid, Jerry. Jerry. 877-337-6666. If you're a cop, we want to talk to you about weed. Jerry, did you see a couple of uh, high-profile New York Yankees were at the Ranger game? I did. And they were wearing Rangers jerseys. I saw. It was Aaron Judge, mm-hmm. Anthony Rizzo, DJ LeMay. And what were they doing? Chugging beers. I think that's awesome. I love when local teams support the local teams. Like, even though they may not know what's going on with hockey, the fact that they went yeah. wearing the jerseys. Remember Nick Mangold 
would be nuts at the Ranger game. But I think like him, I think Justin Tuck, I think I think they love the Rangers. Like, I don't know if these oh, yeah, guys yeah. like the Rangers. Well, you don't know that they don't. Aaron but, Judge was at the Nets playoff game. Right. He might just be a front runner, Maybe. local front runner supporting the local it's team. Possible. Whereas like Justin Tuck and Nick Mangold, they were going to regular season they games. Were fans. They were hardcore yes. into it. Hundred percent. Nick Mangold but, used to smash the glass yeah. <laughs> behind the bench for the opposing teams. Yes. Which was kind of cool. Pounding the thing, yeah. Absolutely. You're right. He was into it. But I do like like when uh, LeBron would go to the Cleveland Indians games, mm-hmm. even though we knew he was a Yankee fan. He got well, a sports team. And he would be in the suite. Yeah, that's As true. opposed to in the crowd. Right. But I think it's great. Yeah, I like it. Although I was thinking, like, during baseball season, you do not get a lot of nights off. Right. And all these guys have girlfriends or boyfriends, Jerry. It's 2022. Didn't Judge just get married? Yeah. Now here he is out. I'm out like, with the guys. Right. <laughs> if I was the wife or girlfriend, I'd be like, hey, Aaron Judge, you get one night off. Spend it with your lover. I think I'm going to check this. So clearly they're playing tonight. It's Friday night game, as we know. Yes. But I think they have day games this weekend. No. So 1 o'clock Saturday and then probably 1 o'clock Sunday. So she's got two nights with him. That's I enough. guess. Yeah, that's true. It is enough. I mean, you know, that's fine. That's enough. And not for nothing. All afternoon. And he's got to go to that's the ballpark true. at, what, 2 o'clock? Yeah, good point, Jerry. They can wake up. They can have brunch. Yeah. They're fine. And yeah, then, and then he's got to they got to deal with each other tomorrow night and Sunday night. Plus that whole off season where there's just nothing to do. <laughs> you know what I mean, Jerry? <laughs> well, he is. No. See, that it's different. It's not the same as it used to be. There's still were yeah one thirty on Sunday and then here would be the trifecta, yep, they're off Monday. Oh, so he's like, listen, I'm off Monday, and they're home. They I'm... play the Blue Jays Tuesday at home. So to be quite fair, I think that was no issue at all going out last night because if you're him and her, they've got Saturday night, they've got Sunday night, and all day Monday to stare at one another until he goes to the ballpark. He might be at the ballpark at nine a.m. on Tuesday. But here's what I bet: it was a discussion. I don't think so. You don't think so? No, I don't. I don't because of the weekend ahead. I guarantee you they both have on their Google calendar yeah. his schedule. So you don't think he said, like, you didn't? Th- you don't think he couched it by going, oh, hey, oh, we got a lot of, th- we'll be spending a lot of time together this coming weekend. I was thinking about going to the Rangers game tonight. Well, no, no, time out. That, of course, but I'm, I, I don't think he was like, hey, do you mind? You know, is it okay? I'm sure he was like, hey, we got a good weekend coming up. I'm going to go to the Ranger game Thursday. He goes, and then we'll have, you know, we'll have Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Or maybe he lays down the lawn and goes, listen, I am going to this Rangers game. No, I think he's, he seems too nice. Yeah, nowadays. I don't think so. Back in the 50s, Jerry, that he would have just said, listen, toots, <laughs> I'm going to this Rangers game. In the 50s, you're the probably 50s. right. No more, Jerry. You're probably right. And, they pro- and because that was a bizarre time, too, comparative <laughs> to where we are. The 1950s? Sure. Yeah. Not only was it, I'm going to this game, toots. It was probably also have dinner waiting for me with the foil on top when I get home. And have a Rob Roy mixed for me. What a weird time that was, huh? Yeah. And have a Rob Roy. <laughs> where did you come up with a Rob I Roy? Know, I, think, I don't remember where I got Rob Roy. That's some sort of older man drink. And he probably wanted the newspaper waiting yes. for him in his recliner as well. And have my slippers ready when I get home. <laughs> Jesus, God. And the kids to sleep. Could you I don't imagine want them living me. in that time? In the 50s? Oh, my God. Or the 30s or whatever. No, the 30s. At least the 50s, it feels like we had cars. There were cars in the 30s. <laughs> it wasn't like now, but right. there were cars in the 30s. Now, the 1830s, there were no cars. What's weird is even seeing like 
photographs from the 80s and what the cars looked like. Sure. They looked so weird. Yeah. And those were new and modern back yeah. at the time. Well, and that means what we're driving now, 30 years from now, will look terrible. You ever see like a Honda Accord from like 1984? Sure. It looks so bizarre. And now it's like a sport. It's like a sports car. Yeah. Honda Accord's a car. We get all screens in our cars now. I love it. And yet there are some. Now, they have been modified for sure. But the Corvette has not changed right. that much. It has, but it's not like a completely different vehicle. Right. You know, there are, so, like the Mustang is a completely different vehicle from the Mustang in the mid-60s to the where we are now. Completely different look. The Corvette's still somewhat right. similar. It still has that pointy sort of uh, thing. Whatever happened to the Firebird? The Pontiac Firebird. Oh, I love the Firebird. Like a Trans Am. Yes. We, we don't have Trans Ams. We don't have Firebirds. We yep. don't have Camaros. Or maybe yep. we still have Camaros. They still have the Camaro. I believe they still have Though That looks nothing like the Camaros. No, that's another one where they changed the look was of driving it. in the uh, 80s. You had a Camaro, too? Oh. Did you have a Camaro? I did. <laughs> yes, I did. Thank I did not. That was Nice cool. sunroof. Yeah. It was a good car. I didn't think I was cool enough to have a Camaro. You probably weren't. No. I really like so it. with the teal green uh, neon. Uh, I had a, uh, well, the Saturn, yeah. The Saturn, I'm sorry, yes. The Saturn, Jerry. Uh, good news, Jerry. It looks like things are warming up between Debo Samuel and the 49ers. He uh, started following them on Instagram again. Yeah, his agent called him and said, hey, dummy, you're probably going to get fined every day for not showing up. So if you had any dreams of him coming to the Jets, it's not looking so great. Yeah, once the draft passed. I kind of you felt like that was, was over. Everyone's yeah. in place now. I'm not saying something can't happen, but I, I don't think so. So they say he started following the 49ers again on Instagram, and he liked the post about John Lynch saying the issues between the team and Debo Samuel can be worked out. So it looks like all's well in Debo Samuel 49ers land. Okay. So there goes that fantasy of yours, Jerry. I was enough for me. There Although goes, they, they did have him tied to the Cowboys. Really? They, there were, I did not see that. There were many rumors that thought he'd be the perfect fit in Dallas. But again, once the draft went by, right. you kind of forget it and you just assume he's going to be there. It's like the Baker-Mayfield situation. Well, yeah. Although you're still hearing people say Mayfield to the Giants. I don't know if that would ever be possible. Not, but, that's not going to happen. Well, I don't either. I'm just telling you what I've heard. So, all right, we're going to take a break. It's 536. We're running late, but whatever. What? There's a lot going on. Uh, when we come back, we've got more and more and more. And then Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. All right, your official station to talk Rangers, Yankees, Mets, and weed. Uh, dolt, by the way. I like that word. That's an underused word. You dolt. I like that word. Yeah, yeah. that's a good one. That's pretty good. Pinhead I like. Yeah, you're good with the dummy. I love dummy. I, got, I stole that from Jim Norton uh, many years ago because it, used, it would be so great. Like, you can't. I figured, like, if I yell at a caller and call them a dummy yeah, you or can't someone on Twitter, and then they went to, like, yeah. my boss. The boss it sounds like, silly call, saying. It sounds like childish right. that I called yes. you a dummy. If I called you a jerk, or that's an, a little meaner. We're an A bleep. An A bleep. Right. Meaner. 
But Correct. Listen, dummy. That's so... It's childish. Yeah, it's childish. You, you can't, can't get in trouble for that. You, exactly, Jerry. John and Ramsey, this what? is kind of cool. We're taking a call on the warm-up show. Wow. What's up, John? Hey, guys. Thanks for putting me on. You do a great job bridging from Boomer and Geo. Hey, i got to give you a weed story, and I'll be pissy. So I drive my daughter every morning what? at around 7, 7.15 on Route 17 and Route 4. And, you know, I, I get smoking weed at night, and I can understand the weed people doing that. But at 7 in the morning, it's filling my car, and I have to put my car on research. It's so funny to say the trail of smoke. It just <laughs> fills the car. My poor daughter's next to me. And it's crazy. These people are puffing away at 7 a.m. It just it boggles my mind. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I, I get it. I mean, I, you know, if you smoke cigarettes, a lot of people will tell you the first thing you do is you grab your coffee and a cigarette when you wake up. I get yeah, the wake and bake, they call that, Jerry, yeah, these weed people. That doesn't surprise me, sadly. So I did uh, hear from a cop in New Jersey who direct messaged me, so I don't know if you, uh, his name is Dave, but there's many Daves. Could be any cop it could in, be. in New yeah. Jersey. Yeah. He says New Jersey screwed legal weed up, so eager to legalize and no thought about the fallout. With alcohol, we test breath, blood, urine. Weed in the system is hard to measure. It's being challenged in New Jersey Supreme Court also right now. So then can you have a sobriety test like they do with alcohol? With yeah, a, another a, another caller called me and said that there is a company that is working on sort of a weed breathalyzer. Like working on it right now, but people are right now driving right. around weeding that up. That should have been in place before you made it legal. Like you could have said, listen, it's going to be legal as soon as. Because here's the other thing, know. too. Uh, when you're smoking weed, we can smell it. If yeah. you just... Get, getting up, having a gummy, and driving to work. No clue. Exactly. No clue. Or the vapes. I don't think all vapor. of those Well, but you can make that case odor. about any any drug use, though, too. Right, but when you le- I th- what happens, like, when you legalize it, I think more people are more relaxed about it. It's, I don't know. No, you're right. You know? You're right. There's, it's very uh, accepted. But, well, I'm not going to get up and grab a Budweiser and head out to work. Mm. There are some, sadly, some that do. do. Yes. By the way, also another thing from earlier, Jerry, you had asked me what the Mets odds were when they were down. Yeah, you said seven. sixty to one. I said it's terrible. Yeah, I did read that in an article. Yeah, but a guy showed me he bet the Mets down seven nothing. They were thirty plus thirty four hundred. That hmm. that makes more sense, right? That Jerry? makes more sense. Yeah. But I don't know. How does that work? Mm-hmm. 60 to 1, 34 plus 5. Yeah, I get confused. Who knows, Whatever. Jerry? Okay. Uh, what else do I have here? Some other fun things. Oh, I see uh, Phil Mickelson, Jerry, had a bit of this a... This is not fun. He this had a bit a... of a gambling issue. Well, we've always known he's been a gambler. Okay. that That's not a secret. That we knew. The numbers that are in this book, and I guess it came from a federal audit, I think. Yeah. So it seems like it might be legit. I saw one report that broke down his earnings. Yeah. His debts in terms of who he owed and and what that said he might have actually in that four to five year period between 2010 and 2014, when they say he lost roughly $40 million, he was making 20 million a year. So you say, all right, well, he still is 40 million clear. But then the article broke down his agent fees, the plane fees, taxes you got to pay, living in California that actually thinks for that time period he might have had no money. In really, that's a five-year period, right? 10, yeah. 11, 12, 13, 14. Yeah. No cash. Not much. Now, did it say what he was betting on? I don't know. Like, but was he's he a been, card player? Was he a sports better? He's been better? the type that has been a sports better for a long time. Yeah. And he won. 
Eddie, do you remember that the big one he hit? Oh, he won a huge bet in Ve. He bet, placed the bet in Vegas. A sports bet? Yeah. Like, and if I if I search anything Mickelson betting wise, the story's going to come right, up rather than. Blah, blah, blah. I, I feel like no. he had a Super no. Bowl bet. Was it the Was it the Raven? I don't that remember. That sounds familiar, even to someone like me, Jerry. I, I'll look at it during the break. But he he had a he hit one big once. Yeah. But he's been known to be a gambler. He's been known even on the golf course to gamble with the guys he's playing with. So it's not surprising, but that number is yeah, 40 mil. crazy. That's oh, a big number. See what yeah. I did there? I, yeah, I'm seeing what you're doing over there, Eddie. Now you can see why he's going to jump into this new league. Right. Guaranteed money. Yes. Cash, absolutely. cash, give me cash. This Alan Shipnuck. Who's this? He's the guy who wrote the book. Oh. This unauthorized biography. Unauthorized? He's got a, I think he's got a pretty good name around golf. He must clearly hate Mickelson, huh? I love an unauthorized biography. As long as it's... As long as you could substantiate some stuff. Yeah. You know, I that's fine. I don't like, though, when the person the book's written about challenges you and then presents facts to show that you're wrong. Because then what is it then? Yeah, I'm trying to think, like, when I watch a, uh, a documentary, when the person's involved, I like that because you're getting, you're hearing from the actual person. Sure. But I also think, well, were some things not, were some things not put in I because think it depends the on who involved. had the creative control. Yeah. I would think, like for for instance, when HBO did the thing following Craig, you watched it. Yes, it was pretty accurate. Would you yeah, not say? I would say that. Yes, and he was involved, but I don't know what kind of control he had over it. As much as they did all the interviewing, I don't know. I I think it depends on who's who's yeah. in charge of it, and if, for instance, the person the documentary is about are they the ones? Is it because in this day and age, everybody's got their own media company? Did their media company do it? Because then you know where the directive's coming from, or was it an outside company that just got cooperation from the subject? I think that matters. Right. You know, if you've got a Al's Boring Productions doing a documentary on you. I do. Uh, listen, all the great. I A lot of it's going to be slanted towards you to make you look good. Yeah, a lot of it's going to be how terrific my life is. Now, if HBO Films did something on you, well, then you know what? They might try and tell a real story. And so what do you do now? Just sit around for six hours? That's correct. Yeah. Can you imagine a documentary on you? A lot of blank pages. <laughs> They'd be like, and now what do you do? I go, no, this is... This is it. This is it. I'm gonna... You still want to follow me around for the next yeah. five hours? Oh, in a couple minutes, I'm going to start peeling my sweet potatoes. <laughs> so I don't know if you guys want to stick around for that. People be running, pulling their hair out of their head from your place. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he lives like this. No, no, this is real. Uh, uh, Jerry Ben Simmons was uh, all smiles, according to TMZ. TMZ. I good. saw the I saw a video of him. He was seemed very happy uh, how his uh, back surgery went. I didn't see this. I read yeah. it. So was he leaving the hospital? Was not sure he where he was in at. the hospital. He was not in the hospital. He was all smiles. He was uh, out in the. But the surgery was yesterday. Yeah. Already was out, he Jerry? walking? Not sure. I do. You just said you watched the video. Well, I saw the still picture <laughs> of the video. He was smiling. <laughs> okay. And the headline said all smiles. All right. And he said that he was he was very happy with how it went. Well, listen, until you know it didn't work, you're going to be happy. Because yeah. right now you should be having positive thoughts. Yeah, right now you're going, that was awesome. Now in six months, if he's not feeling well, not so great. That back surgery was terrific. You know what? Something you've got to think for a kid as talented as he is. Yeah. Something's got to break well for him at some point. Maybe this is it. This could be the new beginning, Jerry. And then the Nets can give him $50 million. Right. Maybe he was part of the magical evening. He signed for a while, but yes. He might have been part of the magical evening yesterday. The Mets comeback.
the Rangers win the Ben Simmons back surgery. Yeah, I don't know Loop that's going to make together. the list today, quite frankly. Oh, it's going to make the list. No, but not. it's not a top story. Hey, for him it is. It's a side it's story. Not for, uh, it's a side story, yes. It's an oh, by the way, just like I did. Jerry, oh, by the way, Ben Simmons. Oh, by the way. Oh, All right, by the way. quick break, 552. We'll get out of here for Boomer and Geo in a couple of minutes, but one story before then. Right now on Odyssey Sports Minute, Amy Lawrence on Tom Brady. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, we got a couple more minutes. We'll get you to uh, Boomer and Geo Mets wild comeback win. Rangers win, even up the series with the Penguins, Yankees, Rangers tonight. When Boomer comes in, I'm going to say, Boomer, let's not do Rangers today. That Met game was a big win. That No, that's good. Can I get the camera rolling? Because I'd like to get you punched <laughs> on tape if possible. Hmm. What do you hey, think, he's a Boomer? Met fan, so he'll be into that too. Right, but, but he was be... at the Ranger game, though. So, but you're right about the Rangers game. Like that wasn't even really a close game. It was, and it evens up the series. It's not like they took a. No, series they took control lead. last night of that game. Absolutely right. No, you're right. And Gio, you almost nailed it. F- five to one, you said, and it ended up five two. I you even know. said at some point, I said five one, maybe even five two. Oh, I did say that, but you I did, did stick did with th- five one. Yeah, he did say the five one or five two. Like Boomer just predicts everything. So right. always five right. one or five two. What are you talking Eddie. about? That's very specific. And you almost Eddie. had the Phillies, <laughs> the Phillies and Mets nailed. Yeah, I didn't feel good about that game, but obviously I got that wrong. Well, too. you were right though through eight innings. Yeah, I said I didn't like the matchup. The yeah. game was dead. Yeah, it was. And then it wasn't. And then the magic happened. Jerry, this is how you know it's going to be a magical season for the Mets. You might be right about that. That felt like Gary you Carter it, getting a hit. It feels like, and it's only May. Right now, mm-hmm. it feels a lot like 2000, where you feel like these two teams are on a collision course. Jerry, I bailed on baseball then because of the strike. I was gone for a couple of years. I uh, came back in 2007. So I'm not that familiar with what you're mentioning about the, the 2000 season, but I'll... WFAN and WFAN-FM and HD1, New York. An Odyssey station.